This is episode 222 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dio Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel. We bid? Manzano. We do bid. Not the deepest bid, but we bid. Will World War XTC Hagwood. How's it going, everybody? And Ryan, prep. Prep for it all. Stanazuski. I guess that it's two aspects. You can do it with XTC and everything I've done over the past like week. Painted the baby room, replaced a bunch of electrical stuff, and just everything. It was very busy. <laughs> Ryan has been, he's been nesting is what I'm hearing. He's, he's, he's getting the house ready for the arrival of the child, which is fantastic. All right, well, today... What are we going to be talking about? Well, first, if you haven't watched episode uh, four of Gold Squadron Paint, or sorry, four hasn't dropped yet. If you haven't watched episode three, you should do that. And episode four is ready for you to set your reminders right now. And if you haven't seen the prompt yet, you can head over, type exclamation point W. In fact, I will, I'll do it with you guys, okay? We will, we will type exclamation point W. And we will take a look at gold, sorry, PW, what am I saying? Words are hard this morning. Go to Paint Wars, exclamation point, PW, click the link, and it will take you to this wonderful screen. Let's go ahead and switch on over. It'll take you right here, and you can see that our next episode, the prompt is Dia de los Muertos. All right, Dia de los Muertos. I am excited to see. Is that a spoiler? Yeah, this first reveal right now. Spoilers. My there it is. My sister would love that prompt. She's a huge fan of Ooh. all those designs. You know what that prompt reminds me of? I know the other Los Muertos, but it reminds me of uh, a, a, Cheech and, a Cheech Marin movie, not Cheech and Chong, a Cheech Marin movie called uh, Born in the USA or Born in East LA or one of those where uh, Cheech gets accidentally deported and he's trying to find his way back to the U.S., but he left his wallet at home and he goes through uh, Dia de los Muertos parade to get back. It's good movie. Watch it. Any <laughs> Teacher Chong movie is good. <laughs> so well, if there... anybody uh, did some type of Cheech thing to it, Cheech and Chong, Cheech Marin thing to it, that would be awesome. I, I... I doubt it. <laughs> I, I will give you a spoiler right now. No, but <laughs> could have been, you know what, that, that could have been a very abstract uh, interpretation of the prompt. If you haven't hit that set reminder button, go ahead, do it now. It goes live 7 p.m. on Tuesday. I will be in the chat as well as I'm sure some of the painters and uh, those painters who know who the, here, see, once the prompts come out, the painters know that it's their turn. So that the nerves start start coming out. And spoilers, you can actually see the painters' names right here. All right. Omer, David, and Brian. And by the way, if you want uh, commission information, that is in all of the Paint Wars descriptions. But we will talk more about Paint Wars when Paint Wars goes live. Um, also, we have um, leaked card images. I actually posted a video 
uh, yesterday? Was it yesterday? The, the timeline moved so fast. Uh, two days ago, three days, a couple of days ago. Um, I Literally, I received in my inbox pictures of five cards that hadn't been spoiled yet by AMG. And I was like, this is strange and awkward. I guess I'll just tell everybody about it. So I did. <laughs> so, uh, But Ryan, Will, and Marcel have not gotten their opportunity to give us their opinions. So I want to hear them. If you want to hear my opinions, go ahead. Watch the video. I go through the cards and uh, talk about them a little bit. And last but not least, the August 28th, we have the final round of the XTC happening that weekend. And today, we're actually going to be taking a look at the lists. And specifically, we, we talked about some of them before, but we're looking for what teams actually changed the lists that they brought um, and maybe just kind of doing some speculations as to why those changes were made. But before we jump into our main topics, I want to remind you that our podcast episodes are brought to you by our GSP patrons. Becoming a patron makes you a part of our largest group of supporters here at GSP. Thank you to everybody who has. You can go to patreon.com slash gold squadron to become a patron today. All right, guys, we're going to start by jumping into those cards. Have you guys had a moment to to peek at those? I'm, I'm almost almost sure you guys have uh, have at least taken a gander. So let me go ahead and, and get my get my files up here. Let's switch screens. And I would love to know your thoughts on we'll start with compassion. So what what's this card, Will? Uh, Compassion is a light side force talent uh, that reads, before another friendly ship I ran zero to two would be dealt a face-up pilot or crew damage card, crew being for epic ships, you may spend one force charge. If you do, that damage card is discarded instead, and you are dealt one face-down damage card. If you have two or more damage cards, Recover to force. So this is very uh, interesting uh, that it's light side. It is a Ben Solo card, uh, which makes me think that uh, might either uh, he might be like Anakin Skywalker, who can use both light side and dark side. Um, the other thing is that uh, this reminds me of uh, pseudo selfless, kind of like a reverse selfless. Um, where you take a hit instead of your friend taking a crit. Um, I guess that's pretty much what selfless is. Um, the other thing is that you'd have to have two or more damage cards. So if you were already dam, if you're flying at Kylo in the uh, Whisper, you would uh, already be halved essentially because uh, they have a four hull, uh, two shield stat line, and then you would be able to take. Uh, one more damage there to recover two force. Uh, this is, um, I'm trying to think of other places that this could go um, for Asad. light side. Oh, yeah, Asad is not light side, yeah. Asad is not light side. Well, I, I was think thinking... she's nice. <laughs> she is nice. She's, she can be a nice. Um, obviously, all of the Jedi, uh, though. Luke Skywalker. Yep, Lou Skywalker. Well, actually, Luke doesn't want more force. No, yeah. He's got plenty of force. He's swimming in it. He, he pretty much is. But he has the force to spend, though, uh, to take a damage instead. Because uh, it's uh, 
let me double check. You are dealt one face down damage card. So you do it while you have shields, right? And Luca just like take a damage, be like, no, Hera, don't take that crit and die. Uh, you could do it. Um, the other thing would be uh, Leia, but she only has one force charge, so you need to put something, a second Kanan, force. Kanan in the VCX mentioned by Rishka in chat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have plenty of hold to spare there to be soaking crits. Um, and like I said, I think the, the value is going to be to recover those two force charges, but there's very few tanky ships who could just be taking a bunch of damage cards okay so here's the thing that i think i don't know how many people missed but this is why i love it on canon or on leia on beefy leia so it says before another friendly ship oh never mind it's another ah i was hoping it would say before a friendly ship i was mm -hmm. like yes did you see the zero to two and you're like zero means myself but zero means well, me. now well, we i will change it though a little bit um this uh leia and canon makes sense because they have so much hull and they're like yeah just give me another one just give me another one but they're usually probably the ships that are getting targeted anyway uh i mean those are and the they're expensive too down. they're expensive and they're the ones you want to burn down i'm thinking something like tie fighter uh tie fighter ezra or isn't there a tie fighter with force yeah 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 Sheath Speed uh, and Ezra, there's uh, his attack shuttle form as well. But, you know, yeah, you so basically hull. move and, you know, get in the way, move, evade. So you're evade force, three agility, not a, not a, and cheap, not a good a target to shoot at. Uh, but yet, uh, he's there basically, you know, he it triggers three times. Did, did you just find uh, a use for the Rebel TIE Fighter? What? what? Well, we'll talk about well, Rebel Tie Fighters Ryan later. Ryan doesn't believe. Right? We'll, we'll talk about Rebel Tie Fighters later. So, we'll so the, the thing about this card is, we're talking about it mostly in the sense of the Rebel faction that already has Selfless, which I think right. is better. Right? Yeah, we we are completely skipping on for Ray. She is on this card, uh, known for her compassion. Uh, yeah. Could be a way to save other tanky ships like uh ray poe yeah like poe uh an a-wing who doesn't really doesn't want to take uh like a panicked pilot or something like that blinded pilot seems before too they valuable shoot to be pulling damage off other people though right like she, i was thinking she doesn't that have too. as much health as a regular well, falcon either well if i mean but if you're just trying to recover the force, the force yeah. Yeah. you're using it more for get the force and like you know what i'm i'm, I'm dry and i need to recover at, at oh, that point this... it becomes like mall you know just take a damage and get two force that's a that's an interesting one i forgot about uh speaking of mall uh kanan hawk with say mall crew on it is light side could take this really hard to not to not take patience on him though with that type of build i don't, in, I, don't in terms of I would rather have moldy crow than uh mm -hmm. than mall on him but I so mean, I, if you I, had everything, right? If you did the mall and multi pro, you know. I, I think I, I think one of the things that we're that we're finding is most of the time upgrades when they are more flexible and they have a I think a more obvious use they're usually better. I don't think we're finding. I don't think we're. I don't think that we think this is going to be very expensive, or at least not very good. If it is. 
is that a good generalization there two patience is two so i this is a better version of both so i'd say four points maybe three because it's limited by light side force users do you think this is better than patience or they're better than uh selfless i think it's on par it's on par with both i mean so the up the upside of regaining two force is good um it's it's just the, the the niche part of it requires it to be a pilot crit, and there are a lot less pilot crits in the deck than there are ship crits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this might not ever trigger, which would be sad. So yeah, I, w- I can't imagine this being more than three, four points. Yeah, I'm I'm in I'm in the the, the, the same boat. I think it ne- it needs to be pretty uh, pretty cheap in order to actually get equipped for for the reason that like you said will there are possibilities where this just never goes off i mean i've flown a lot of a lot of greedo bosk so you can get it to trigger pretty easily it seems like bosk is always taking blindeds so <laughs> might actually have a lot of utility in the scum faction but limited application though i think kanan's the only light side force user in scum Yes. That sounds right. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there's there's compassion. Let's uh let's go on to Dread. We have another pilot. Take it, Marcel. So Dread is the uh which better over there. The devotee of devastation. Ooh. Like them uh descriptions there. Uh after you after you reload each ship in your bullseye gains a deplete token um so yeah basically you reload and everybody including friendly ships get a deplete um and this one has a reload to evade so basically just keeps them alive uh i'm i think you said it in in the youtube video that probably this ship has some either additional ordnance or additional bombs um probably right so it's you know, it's it's a way to keep them alive a little bit longer. Um, hmm. you know, I I I don't know. So it sounds okay, but not great. Um, because uh, deplete at initiative three. Maybe if you're in, if you accidentally end up in a front of a bunch of um in front of a storm and you can line them up exactly right but even then I don't, I don't think it's great and correct me if i'm this is not the silencer is it? it's the bomber correct so it yeah it's the, the bomber so it doesn't have the bullseye okay uh, yeah i don't know to me it just feels very meh i mean you don't, you don't seem you don't seem excited ryan ryan or will you you got you, you either of you popping off for this pilot uh, pop, there's... popping off for the title, but that title is definitely not reflected by the ability. Devotee <laughs> of Devastation. You get to plead when you're in my bullseye. Okay. Neat. Uh, the only it's thing I can think of is if you could if you could somehow get Tabson to take a damage after your I3s shoot, you could coordinate a reload during combat. And start depleting people that way. That's a fun combo wombo, but that's definitely it's, it's you know that that combo wombo 
area where it's like, ah, I did my thing. I'm gonna lose, but I did my thing. I mean, if <laughs> I mean, if Dread has the block, if he's not shooting anyways. True. Well, there you go. Deplete the ship that you blocked as well. Mm -hmm. Could be yeah, because that bullseye extends also to range zero because there's no there's no range limitation on that. Ryan, mm -hmm. you, you you said you just you just like the title and that's about it. Yeah. I mean, I I think this might be one of the weakest uh, FO bomber named or unique ships that we've seen so far in terms of ability. Depletes uh, are okay, but if the enemy ship does a blue maneuver after you give it give it to them, it's very null. They may need they may like think about it a little bit, but then you're reloading, which means you're not shooting. And I was looking at Terrian power cells to double check if that was a way to get rid of disarm. Because um, that's a card that we don't mm -hmm. see a lot, but it is a first order card. It does work, yeah. During the system phase, you may spend a charge and gain a disarm to recover shield, or you can do before you would gain one non lock token. If you are not stressed, you may spend a charge to gain a stress instead. So he could reload and slap the Terry Power Cells on there to still be able to shoot while the opponent's depleted, but then you're stressing the ship that only has one, two, and three straight maneuvers and turning off the system phase boost. Yeah, the turning power cells, I think, is like 10 points, too, so it's like way too much. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, I think what the use of this pilot is going to be extremely dependent on like what secret sauce, what different thing does it have, and why why am I going to take this over something else because if it's if it's cheap enough and it has a set of upgrades uh slots that none of the other bombers do that's where it probably sees play and the ability is just it's similar kind of to von regs where it's like i brought von reg because he's i6 you might bring dread because he's the only I don't know trajectory simulator double bomber out there in the FO or something you know it's kind of something something of that sort and Ryan panics immediately but you know what you know yeah, you know what boost trajectory I already saw what Death Ring could do um, I mean so it, this this literally screams to me is it's a pilot that it's gonna if there are other I three pilots this one just will would be the same price as the I three generics just because the ability is so minute good idea yeah yeah could could like swap out i mean i really i am also clamoring for any bomber with the second bomb slot but it could be something simple that like he's like uh the same price as the generic i3 just doesn't get a talent or something no nah, you know what we go merle route he's cheaper cheaper he's than cheaper. the i3 you have to it's a penalty <laughs> to try to remember this ability it's a penalty <laughs> to encourage you to reload fair enough you either get this ability or you get a talent slot your choice yeah I, I, I think would that take makes... feedback ping much more than this ability. There you go. All right, yeah. let's go ahead and check out the next one. All right, Ryan, we got Electro Chaff Missiles. All right, so this is not just a missile. It is a missile and a bomb slot. It's double unique, so it's like tracers. You can bring two of them in a list. It has one single charge. During the system phase, you may spend one charge from this card to launch one Electro Chaff Cloud using the three bank or four straight template, then place one fuse marker on it. This card's charge cannot be recovered. So and we don't have the effect of the actual cloud, right? We just have this card. Right. So I think we saw 
was that someone got a picture of the box that showed some of the contents, or we've seen the spread. Mm-hmm. We, we, that's what that what we assume that big cloud thing was. Yeah, that Batman-looking thing. Yeah. The fuse marker, though, brings a question of, does it take a turn for it to ignite, or does it just mean it's staying on, it, it, it gets placed and it stays on the board for two turns only, right? One turn with the fuse marker, and then it's gone after the next turn type of thing, you know? Let me, well, they, they recently, I'll touch on that before, before you finish. They had recently updated fuse markers to include obstacles and read when a fused obstacle would be removed, one fuse marker is removed from the obstacle instead, and that obstacle is not removed. So it seems like... Could be when a ship moves through it, it removes one so it could catch right. another or something, maybe? Mm-hmm. Right, so it's... Uh, I but wonder it's if it's like a... not a net, right? Unless it's a weird right, net. So it, it puts it into that line where like you're not a device, you're not a remote, you are an obstacle, uh, but it might still have effect of like, even if uh, the fuse marker goes off, because it doesn't say that it delays anything. It just says that the few, when the fused obstacle would be removed, one fuse marker is removed from the object obstacle instead. So it might essentially be just a two-use bomb out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you I know can what? see that. If, if Are we was... thinking it's the same? Go ahead. I was going to say that the only thing is, uh, I think for since first edition, people have kind of thought, when would X-Wing get some type of chaff in the game? And this is it. It's, it's not talked chaff? about a ton, but I've definitely seen people um, custom make their own or fantasize about what it could be. And we have chaff. Well, what is a chaff? It's, it's a launch forward instead of a launch back. Chaff is, uh, is a common... Uh, Tech, technological item used in air combaters or in, fe- in fiction space combat that's designed to break locks or obscure the target or basically just you countermeasures. Know, it's a it's a countermeasures type, but it, it, it countermeasures was just a card that like all it did was break a lock. This no, because I'm like, saying it's it's the ones like the because uh, like I used like to work like, on the like, I, I used to work on the CH46 helicopters, right? And they had one on each on each back wing and it's it's a box about well that's a camera it's a box about that big and it had around 20 something little things in it and then if some something was coming at it it would shoot out like 20 yeah. something flares on either side yep if you've seen squadrons there's or in star wars squadrons if you play that there is a countermeasures in that game that basically launches a cloud out behind you and obscures things, breaks locks, things like that. So it, it dissuades missiles or whatever. So um, we, we had countermeasures the card in first edition, but we never had like that cloud token effect type thing, which we're getting now. So yeah, I'm, I'm when I see this, if anybody's read the Thrawn books, this, I mean, obviously we don't know what the, what the abilities are, but I think this type of card could be, if anybody's familiar with the spheres, that the um that the that the uh the ships that he's on they're, they're kind of similar to this where they create a spread 
it like hits something and it kind of creates some type of obstacle out there i think this is kind of uh could be a potential precursor to that i know i'm kind of going way out into the future but that's just something that kind of comes to mind is uh the use of spheres that sent you a picture and said hey look what you don't know <laughs> I, I i asked if i could ask any questions and i was told no and i said okay well, i'm not gonna ask any questions uh, before we move on, I will note that because it has no faction restriction, uh, this is eligible on TIE Bombers, TIE Punishers, Hyenas, HMP Gunships, Fire Sprays, and K-Wings. All of course the device. Fire Spray could get it, of course. And Why not? <laughs> eventually the Wartime Loadout Resistance Y-Wing. Oh, ah, yeah. Because that mm -hmm. one does get missiles and torpedoes, and we know it already comes with bombs i would I, yes i think we've seen the, the loadout that had bombs right yeah and two charge i mean two two more shields pips don't forget oh yes that, yeah you can only take two of them only bring two of them and you mm -hmm. can uh, not recover this charge either so you really are only bringing two of them yeah because it's one charge it's it's bare, it's cut off a little bit it's but gotta yeah, be really good effective if they're limiting it it's because they're afraid of the effect uh huh. Well, I mean, could you imagine, like, just the logistic part? What if you just had spam uh, this on tie spam bombers? Spam this on the board and on tie bombers. You just had to deal with placing all those on the map the entire game. That just sounds like arduous. <laughs> That's like if you brought as many ships as possible that can bring big cargo shoot and job of the hut and just littered the entire board. Similar. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty big, and for for uh, for size, you can kind of reference the uh, the size of the of the cards here. Kind of look that it's about the width of a card and a little bit. Uh, if you look at look at that width, so it's pretty pretty chunky in size. Pretty chunky in size. Next, we go to Malice. I forgot who's next. I think it's Will. Uh, sure, I'll read it. Uh, we, we've seen this one a little bit. We've, uh, but now we have the it, full car text. It is confirmed. Confirmed to be crew. Uh, this is why perform an attack. You may spend one force charge to change one eyeball result or hit result to a critical result. If you do after you if you do after you perform that attack, if the defender was dealt one or more face up pilot or crew damage cards. Recover to force. Obviously, works great with Kylo because he can show people the dark side. Uh, if you're in the silencer, uh, I don't think there's. A, is there another force user for FO to rock crew uh, Kylo? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, would be nice on people like Asad. Famously, any dark side user except for maybe Vader. Um, but Vader, Vader does like spinning force on offense as well, so could be a good place for him too. Yeah, I think... that X one Vader is this like you get to double crit basically with him, right? Well, this would be also Defender Vader, right? While you perform an attack. No, because he uh, Defender Vader says only for its regular. No, it just says while you perform an attack. You can use Malice oh. on Vader. 
Yep. It, it works, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, so if he didn't have enough force... <laughs> if you didn't have like... enough force to modify all your offenses, you needed no other mods whatsoever. Here's more. <laughs> but uh, this one yeah. this one is obviously good, right? Like, yeah, you just look yeah, at it. This, yeah. this one is clearly better than Compassion, I think. Yeah, X1 Vader and... Defender Raider, but I, I, no, I think X1 Vader and Asajj are probably the best. And ETA Anakin, it's it doesn't say primary attack. If you want that crit, if you want Critican, no. Critican. How many crits? More. All more. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there there is malice, and unfortunately, I I do kind of look. So ahead. can Anakin and the ETA take both malice and compassion? He doesn't have okay. two four slots. He doesn't? Oh. No, no yeah. But he's he, got he Force Elite. Oh, yeah. He's got a Force he, he, he's and a... Anakin can Dark Side and Light Side, just like we're he assuming Kylo and the Whisper can, too, because this Compassion card comes in the back. Shows Kylo. True. It is a little sad that Compassion is not as good as Malice. Like, thematically, I'm like, I'm just like oof. <laughs> yeah, but the Dark Side I is mean... always stronger. I mean, come on. Like, I you're mean, you're digging it. Yeah, you got to... You know, digging into hate is... Uh, you say that until a ship just saves another ship from dying with compassion because they took two uh, pilot crits at once. Yeah, so the weird part is if, like, malice becomes very predominant, compassion is a kind of tool that could help against it, maybe? Because you think I see, I see what you're saying. first, right? You would deal the crit, and if the crit's a pilot or crew, they recover two force. Well, if someone with compassion says, no, 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 they don't take that crit no more, no more recover two force. Yeah, I, I feel like this is only limited by not choosing the pilot crit, um, which Kylo can do. True. Kylo's is is Whisper Kylo's, I'm trying to think, is Whisper Kylo's flip up when you defend? Is that what his ability is? You flip up their face down damage cards after you defend. I'll go. I'll go grab it. I'm taking a look. Uh, before it... an enemy ship in your bullseye is dealt a face down damage card, you may spend one force if you do. Okay. Damage card is dealt face up instead. So you would need. So it's not dealing a crit. It's actually flipping it. Right. Which they don't say expose, which is super strange. Why they have a word for that, but. Anyways. Kylo wouldn't mind Malice, though, for sure. Yeah, Silencer Kylo. Now we're so, talking. Quick question on this. So I'm reading that, and I think somebody in the chat said it says, while you perform an attack, you may spend the force to change a force to a hit result or to a crit. Um, so does that, I mean, this basically means, if Anakin can take this, this basically means you can take Marksmanship, Malice, Anakin without a blaster, R787. And then, and then, yeah. and then, no. Well, that's if you want three crits. And then you can take uh, Obi Wan with R7 marksmanship. Because oh, the, pro yeah, the problem is. Out. Yeah. yeah, you can spread it out because there was no way to guarantee two ships getting crits all of the time unless you had Bullseye with the ETAs. But now Anakin was it with this and mm. Obi Wan with R7. And then both of them with marksmanship. That's that creates quite the pincer and saying who do you want to, who do you want to look at, like that combination there. And then you just got a third ship, maybe like Ahsoka in the Delta Seven or something. Um, that creates quite the conundrum for ships. Okay, like no matter which way you go, you're you're taking out of damage. 
mm-hmm. this one is this one doesn't have any charges, so this one's even worse. Um, and actually, it says, uh, "What does it say?" After you perform that attack, if the defender was dealt one or more face-up pilot or crew damage, or okay. Yeah, so if, so if those they... if the if the crits that land on the hull are are oh, to the pilot. Are, are pilot, you recover the force that you use to spend on this plus, plus a, a plus a bonus one. Yeah. Malice I think I like... it'll be priced to use to sell, but it is probably an initial candidate that we're gonna go like, alright, this probably needs to go up in points. Yeah, I'm liking in, the, double, in the next one. The, yeah. the double auto blaster ETA with this. I think this will be Either Anakin Obi or Anakin Shotzi. Let's, let's hope that it's really priced by initiative and just can why, walk out. Why would it be priced out of initiative, though? There's no, just, there, there, there's, there's no mechanic in there that's... Because like, he doesn't actually, want Anakin like, with actually, it. Yeah, and Anakin and Kylo with it is better than, say, a generic Inquisitor with it. Yeah, so you just price it to the ships that are actually going to take it at that higher amount. Like you, That's unfortunately what you have to deal with. There, there's no mechanic and mm. like actually mechanically you would like if they were that good you would want these on lower initiative ships because they shoot later and more likely to actually deal out the damage after shields are gone mm, true auto blaster i'm just saying yeah <laughs> if, this, if this is priced the same on someone who can rock an auto blaster versus like a two attack dice ship i don't know Maybe if it maybe it was just based on your force charges, that would be oh, okay. cool as well. That 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 is probably a more direct uh, direct use. I like that. Well, there you go, malice. Thank you. And the last one, shattering shot, shattering shot, uh, force upgrade. It says while you perform an attack, if the attack is obstructed by an obstacle or the defender is at range zero of an obstacle you may spend one force to add one focus result marcel um i mean it's it's pretty good it depends on how it's priced but i mean it 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 essentially cancels out the extra die that you get from assuming you have a focus token um it essentially cancels out the the bonus dice from obstacles and it tends to work out really well if um like in a um list let's say the the xcc list that i was flying uh well actually no that's a terrible one because the other guys can't use this but on a list with like um clts and stuff like that if they land on the rock and you're shooting them even if it's not obstructed just because they're touching the rock or the debris or gas cloud you still get that effect because of the range zero so it doesn't it doesn't have to be obstructed in that regard and if you have a way of tractoring them on it i think that'll be really good but um for the most part again it's just a a better version of trick shot this trick shot gives you an extra die this one gives you an extra uh, paint result. So as long as you're focused, you, you're going to throw them. Um, again, if you put this, if it's if it's priced to sell, and you put this on the CLT Jedi, they're pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, or even ETA. You could put them on the Adas and have, why not yeah. both? Trick yeah, and yeah, shattering. Just, <laughs> yeah, just, just yeah. point them right in the center. And they can carry track the extra beams. ones, and then the next turn they jump off the rock and move. Yeah. Yeah, like 
Adas can take tractor beams. That can be a good way to get things on rocks or where they need them. Shattering shot, you're you're adding an eyeball result. And then trick shot, you're just throwing another dice. Um, it's a very good combination. Uh, well, you're saying trick shot, this, and tractor? It can all be on one ship right now that yeah, have yeah, yeah, three, yeah, yeah. three or two fours. Yes, it exists. It will be a thing. It, it potentially could be really strong, actually, in my yeah. eyes. Because um, think about this, right? Even if it costs two force to do, how 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 good is it to just spend two force to add a hit? Because that's essentially what, like, if you, if you don't have the focus, mm-hmm. and if all this card said was because it's spend a force to add an eyeball, right? If you don't have a focus, you're basically spending two force to add a hit. How good is that in your eyes? You're adding an entire hit to your roll as long as you spend two force. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's yeah, uh, Tommy in our chat uh, beat me to it. I was going to say Leia in the Falcon. She's one of the few... Uh, or Ray, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the few uh, turreted force users. Um, other than maybe Anakin, Y-Wing, uh, c- who could make use of this. For sure. Yeah, yeah Falcons yeah, yeah. are really good at using uh, obstacles. Arcs, yeah. So, and, and that's not even, like, so at baseline, we already agree that, like, using two force to add a hit's good. But if you just mm-hmm. had a focus, you only need to spend one force, and then you've added a focus like CLT, like Marcel mentioned. So Ada's, Leia Falcon, what else kind of stands out to you, Will? Mm, very few people are obstructing. I'm trying to think of, like, turrets. I want this with Kira to, or um, Outrider to try to ignore the obstacle, but there's pretty limited use. Mm-hmm. Asajj, I guess. Kanan does have a turret and can just 4K onto our obstacle because <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> care. Uh, he doesn't need those mods. So maybe, I don't know. I think with the prim, uh, with gas clouds, this is not as good, but maybe. Is this why we're doing one of those belly runs? Is this what's going on here? Is this the in, hard in the counter picture? to belly run? <laughs> Oof. <laughs> you, know, you, know what this, you know what this is quote a hard counter to is, is my droids my struts what are you doing yeah. to me yeah this is true well honestly it the way i look at it is it also i think versus people versus clouds it essentially cancels out that evade that we kind of expect happening in that i think the unfortunate thing is that it because it's only for force users like force users are usually the ones that benefit the most from clouds because they have the focus uh changing ability plus the cloud um and i'm sure like i'm thinking kind of you know uh fluff wise that pilots that don't have access to the force would have loved to have shattering shot as an option uh, to get past obstacles and to have that available for other ships or some some type of other answer to people hiding behind clouds because I actually think this is a good um, uh, a good answer to a meta where there's everybody's just taking clouds all the time and it annoys you. But small counterpoint, could it even benefit the ships that like to hide behind clouds even more because if they take them themselves, trick shot. And shattering shot if your A does, 
because they can have that system phase reposition, that allows them to push damage while staying super defensive at the same time, though. You're right. Bring All right. Next pack, guys, seismic torpedoes. Let's go. Bring them back. Bring, bring all the seismic charges again. <laughs> all right. So those were those cards that uh, – that that again i got them in my inbox and and told the people is uh is what happened there and um yeah I, i'm excited as as we get you know creep closer to to the release of this uh again, it's supposed to be september 24th is going to be the release of these boxes super excited to get uh, get our hands on them and um and start playing with uh, with new content cuz who doesn't like new stuff i like new stuff all right, well, it is time to change gears just a little bit. Marcel, so what's happening in a couple weeks with XTC? I don't know. I just saw what somebody's trying to sell. Um, uh, what are they called? I, 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 I don't know. Uh, Star Wings, Alpha Class Star Wings for. And, um, all right, let's change the subject from. <laughs> <laughs> that. I'm sitting on a landmine. I mean, on a gold mine. Oh, yeah, don't sit on a landmine. That's uh, no, bad. No, no, landmine. Gold mine, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so in two weeks, we have the finals, the uh, top 10 uh, out of 38 teams facing off in a mono, a mono, a mono, 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 uh, nine round, not nine rounds of round robin. Um, it's going to be exciting. I'm hyped. I have done zero prep work for it, but I'm hyped. Uh, yeah. And, and I know William has done zero prep work for it. Where's the camera? There's the camera. William. I mean, we've done, I've done zero since the list have were released. We did a lot of prep work up until that yeah. point. But I've seen all the lists and I actually did some prep work. I didn't do prep work prior to Sunday, but from Sunday to today, which is a whole uh, 24 hours, I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about it. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and do it. And there's there's a lot to talk about here. And since we have, you know, this week and next week, I figure we spread this out over two weeks to really be able to look at it because there's there's a lot here it's already 920 you know we've already been going for for almost an hour at this point so you know just kind of uh you know trying to be concise with what we're looking at here and specifically what i want to i want to focus the conversation on noticing where teams brought something different than what they brought originally and having the discussion focus on on that all right, having the, the focus discuss on that. Uh, we're starting here, I believe this, let me just double check. I believe this is Team Ireland. Yes, Team All Ireland is the full name of the team. And one of the first changes I noticed here in, by the way, for anybody who's visually watching the left here, this is what was brought in the Swiss rounds in the, the, uh, the stage one. And the one on the right is the final event. All right, so it's that fine, uh, it's not the finals, but you know what I mean? Like the, um, the, 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 the next round, the final round. So uh, we start here, uh, and one one thing you also notice, I noticed that some players changed as well. Not sure if if, if you noticed some of that subtle subtle stuff in there. Um, 
Marcel. But so we start here. Rebel Alliance. Uh, Chris Caves, same player, brings what looks to be a um, you know a completely different ship. Had the Kyle Hera Benthic two tubes Garvin like that typical rebel stuff that you were normally seeing and completely shifts to Han Solo with trick shot R2D2 crew Kanan Juris Gunner Jake Farrell with proton rockets and a rogue squadron escort with fire control system and R3 astromech thoughts well I think uh, a couple of the GSB um tournaments have seen e-wings do well and have seen the um the r3s really chew up the uh false transponder codes especially mm. you know with again with the r3 so um and han solo is it's just good i mean i think people sleep on han solo so much including uh including i mean we didn't take it but yeah i think Han Solo is still, if you compare him right, he's still one of the best ships out there. Especially, you know, he is a probably. I'm trying to think of a better points fortress than than Han Solo, and uh, I'm hard pressed to think of a better point fortress. Um, just really good. So, um, yeah, I think I think I, th I think it's an upgrade. I think it's a definite upgrade because the the old. Um, rebel token stoking token stacking beef squads are not cutting it. They're really not getting too far. A lot of people are flying them in tournaments. They're not mm -hmm. getting that far. I think people are just figuring them out, and um, you know they've got limitations. And people people know they've got limitations. They know how to pair against them. It'll be tougher to pair against this rebel squad. Uh, we're still gonna chew it up. But um, <laughs> there's a lot of squads. You can't talk trash on every squad. One. All right, we, we, I'm not going to talk. Right. I'm not going to talk. <laughs> I, look, I'm going to be completely honest. This is a list that needs to be paired up correctly because if it's not paired up correctly, it'll get chewed up. But it, but huh, it's a definite upgrade. I'll I'll leave it at that. It's All right, well, great. let's move on to Ireland's uh, Imperial squad. Take a look at what we got here, Will. Uh, for Ireland, they had brought, this is Nick Harris from the Firestorm, uh, had brought uh, multiple Scimitar Squadron pilots. Looks like five with proxies and missiles of different varieties. Oh, torpedoes as well, and torps. And has switched to Connor Holmes uh, flying a disciplined Baron Swarm uh, with proton rockets and tracer missiles uh, so this is um efficiency in a different way um the scimitars had have good um follow-up to the joust uh but uh can be picked apart pretty easily whereas the barons have more agility you get another ship um you get proton rockets you get a lot of extra actions with that discipline uh so it, it seems like a logical upgrade to me you would have to really hard counter um, the, or you'd have to get a good matchup with the scimitars, whereas these barons don't necessarily need uh, a hand-picked matchup. So, makes sense to me. 
Really? I mean, so you would think shifting everything meant that they barely... Dion, I think you're muted. <laughs> oh, uh, you sorry. Muted. Yeah, sorry. What? So, sorry, to, to repeat myself, is um, all, all... I just took a peek at all the lists for for all Ireland, and they they changed every single list for every single faction. So I want Ryan just to let us know, like, why, why, why do you think a team would shift every single list when they, they got, you know, they got in? They got they got into the final round. Uh, why 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 change? What do you think? So normally, I would think that would mean that they felt like they barely got in. But I think they were one of the highest win percentage teams out there. They only lost one game out of their whole bracket, um, and they went six and one. So either they felt like they squeaked by with the six and one, and it was a little bit closer than what the final results were, uh, or they wanted to make sure that they've updated themselves. They, they've looked at what was previously brought by a lot of the other teams and found some other things that they felt were good uh, adjustments, maybe not direct counters, but things that provide more tools for them to go against what they believe, not, not a, alone what showed up before, but has been evolving as XTC has gone on in other events such as GSP and some meta trends. Can I smack talk a little? Sure. <laughs> I call it. It's your podcast too. Six and one. They beat England. They beat Canada. You know, they, they beat the two top teams outside of themselves in their unit, in their, in their group. To switch everything shows one of two things. It shows complete confidence. It's like, hey, you know what? We could do this all over again. Or it shows... Uh, complete lack of confidence, insecurity, oh. and like, oh, uh, I don't believe in w what we had. I don't believe in us. I don't believe in how we got here. So we're going to mix everything up. Um, in Ireland's case, I'm going to go, and this might be, no, this is not might be. This is complete smack talk. But in Ireland's case, I, I'm almost certain it's insecurity. I'm not saying it's not going to work out for them, but it's insecurity. They, they felt like, oh, uh, we probably don't belong here. We got lucky. Um, we need to step up our game. And they stepped up their game. I mean, all these lists that they have are better than the ones that they had. Mm -hmm. So they did step up, but I think it, it, it was a bit of insecurity there, a bit of uh, not belief in what got them there. Isn't that like a sports thing? Like, you know, why would you change strategy here? with what brought you to the championship? Something, Some, something like of that, that sort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's it is definitely an interesting debate for sure. All right, Ryan, take a look at some of these uh, at the scum switch here. So the scum switch we have same player Jonathan Betty or BD uh, going from a Zuvio Boba Dengar to a. Bosk with Zamgrito, False Transponder. Lando in the Falcon with Cutthroat, Jabba, False Transponder, Lando's Millennium Falcon. And then Asajj with Triple Zero, False Transponder, Contraband, Shadowcaster. 
do we know if this is the same player as the one who ended up winning GSP with this uh, list comp? No, this our... this scum and villainy is a popular uh, list. Uh, many many of the XTC teams have chosen it. So, so I don't, the, I don't the, think, I think it's... this was it was it, this was it, what it... Dagobah though, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So yeah, you're bringing max amount of false transponder codes and saying no one's allowed to get actions as long as we exist. Boss Kazam, we know, is really good. Asajj has force, but also has kind of a third force with triple zero as long as you get close, which Asajj kind of wants to do. And Lando's just back there with Jabba, hanging out, <laughs> saying we're just going to make sure we make everyone be as annoying for as long as possible with false transponder codes. Bashuda. And yep. everyone's I-4. They're all mm -hmm. big base I-4s too, which is very important if you want to move things around and self-bump, say if someone got a block, but you could set the order of operations of how you want to move your ships in response. So um, it's a good list. I think yeah. it is better than what was there before by just looking at it. I agree. All right. And next we move on to the first order, and this is where you start noticing a change. Now, uh, kind of going off of what Marcel was saying, uh, and this is this is not too uh, you know this is this is where the pilot every pilot on Team All Ireland was the same, except a swap between Connor Holmes and Nick Harris. And here is another another change. Want to take a look at that, Will? Yeah. So. It was Connor flying uh, the malware, Malarus and uh, Ty Fos. And now Nick is flying Kylo Ren with extreme maneuvers, Rush uh, with uh, no upgrades, and then a Predator recoil uh, to get a 196. Abandoned blackout uh, to get those extra uh, which is normally what you'd see in a triple silencer list, mm -hmm. uh, to get the extreme maneuvers uh, and that four-point bid, uh, which I think is very interesting there. Um, I really like Predator Recoil. I think he's underrated. Um, boost into range one, get a reroll. Why not? Sounds great, right? Uh, Random Rush is good and Kylo Extreme is good. So uh, this is, I think, um, if I would to take a guess, well, it could just be Nick likes silencers versus a malware swarm. But also these two lists, these two, <laughs> Hi, these <Cheerio>. two, <laughs> she's excited. She keeps handing me toys. Uh, these two lists, I would say, are geared to fight different things. And Ireland might have been like, we have too many lists that just joust. Let's get something that can uh, fly and reposition and move. So they went with um, the silencers. I mean, it's hard, to, it's hard to not bring Kylo in the first order. So I think this is probably an upgrade as well, as long as you can use that maneuverability. All right. And we get to the resistance and a big, uh, big change here. Big change here. There's, uh, we have uh, uh, Richard Polly flying the resistance. Originally had brought Vinny 
in the resistance bomber with uh, with all the trappings there. Joff C Striker in the T seventy X wing and ZZ Tlo uh, resistance staple and has switched it up for um, basically a different type of resistance jousting squad. We got Jess Prava with uh, a couple of Red Squadron experts carrying heroic and then you got double pods the good ones the ones that everybody likes to bring out there you got rose with c3po and just a, a a fin with heroic nice and simple yet effective so just a change in strategy there i'm curious to know if maybe they felt that the resistance bomber was maybe a bit of a of a liability um in in their in their lists but uh, went for something that i think is a little bit more the floor is higher for that because if you know how to use Vinny and can get get some luck, I think that can be a really um, consistent squad. But I think the newer resistance squad is maybe a safer choice. So, I, I you know, honestly, I had never looked. I, I've seen their new list, but I had never seen their old lists. Yeah, because you they weren't uh, part of your group. Yeah, their old lists are pretty bad. Um, <laughs> like. <laughs> No, seriously. Like, would you fly Vinny, Joseph, Zizi at a tournament? Like, they're 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 pretty nope. janky and bad. Um, and I'm wondering if the fact that they had bad janky lists, like Spain, Spain had bad janky lists, and they went five and one. Um, if that that was one of their advantage in pairing and not knowing how to prep for it. Uh, because they're they moved to a lot of tried and true things, you know, things that have won tournaments, uh, a bunch of barons, the scum, uh, scum beef, um, you know, this, you know, this list, which is all over the place, five ship resistance. Um, outside of their their rebel list, like they're all kind of me too lists, you know, copycat lists. I wonder if that's a um, if that's gonna hurt him. I mean, is 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 it the fact that because their other lists were pretty pretty janky, and they went six and one, like you said. I mean, they beat they won six rounds with it. I wonder if it, if those six rounds were just catching people off guard in the pairings and being like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to throw at this, but I know exactly what to throw at the resistance. Like at this one, I, I, I mean, I would assume like oh, I could throw anything at it. It'll beat it and then get stomped. You could throw <laughs> because... anything at the 3X two pod and beat it, eh? No, I think you were talking about Vinny. I was talking about Vinny. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, wait a minute. No, you like a Vinny that... list. You're thinking it's like, oh, it's a bad list. I can just, that, that, that can be my, like my throw away list and then you throw away a list that this Vinny list will just chomp on um, because you're not familiar with it but I'm super familiar with Resistance 5 I know what does well against it I know what does bad against it I wonder if that's going to turn around and bite them All right, and the Republic, uh, I don't know if it's the last, they also have CIS, but the Republic went from Wolf, Obi-Wan, Ahsoka, 
and Goji, which again is kind of a unique list. And then they switched it to tried and true. Um, you've got four Delta Seven Jedi at one ninety six. Uh, so they're going from something that is completely unique, something that you don't see a lot, hard to pair against, hard to know what exactly it wants to do to something that you know exactly what it is, you know exactly how to beat it. Um, I The more I see this, their lists are better on paper. I'm not liking it, though. I think, I think they're going to struggle because people are going to know how to pair against them, and they're going to hurt because of it. Um, so I'm calling it here. Ireland will be in the bottom five. They'll be in the bottom half because of this changes. I mean, there is still something to recognize when you feel like you you played your test lists or your more because maybe they felt in the uh, Swiss rounds that they were going to try out stuff before the cut, assuming they were going to make. Obviously, they still had to work hard to make it using the list that they did choose originally, but now that they made it, they realized okay, we got to bring tried and true things. So, I mean, as much as you say it could be a thing that come back to bite him, it could just as easily be a thing that is a, a big boon for them too. To recognize when they what they brought before will not cut it now. And even though people feel like there are known commodities, they're also still known to be good in, in all cases anyway. I know Probably. pairings and setting up those matchups can be a big deal, but the pairings aren't one-sided, as you know. Both teams have a say as how those pairings will go. And additionally, this is this is a complete pilot swap. We have Cormac Higgins and uh, and Chris Baird there uh, seem to be switching roles. So maybe maybe Cormac might be switching to uh, sub. This is what might be happening there uh, for that final round. All right, and then we get to the Separatists, which is a very completely different list. Take a look at this, um, Brian. All right, so we go from a variation of Zamgo, uh, where the only minor differences are Django had Lone Wolf, uh, and there was only it was only a hull upgrade on Zam, to a droid swarm uh seven ship my favorite uh we have th no yeah three hyenas uh let's see we have two of them with plasma torps and landing struts one of them with mag pulse missiles i like the tech with dark one probe droids and landing struts three discord missile drones and struts and then one last vulture with just struts um, that's a very, I won't say cookie cutter, but that's the type of seven ship droid swarm that I'm most familiar with. It's four vultures with a, with three pieces that you get to mix with, whether it's uh, some variation of amount of HMPs, tries, or hyenas. Through a lot of my testing, I found even though as much as I'd like to try the tries out more and the HMPs, the hyenas still just fit the bill in filling out that spot really well. The Magpulse Missile is, I think, a good call to bring in Droid Swarms. Whether or not you bring one or multiple of them is a good question, I think. Uh, because with the increase in things like uh, Reinforce from Bosk, 
the focus passing from Hera to Garvin back and forth. Uh, if you hit Garvin with that mag pulse, uh, he will jam and lose a token that he has. Or if he, if Hera doesn't have something to pass back and forth, it basically just stops that token sharing unless there's a plethora of tokens, which with Kanan or sorry, with Kyle Katarn around, can be pretty easy to attain. Um, Plasma torpedoes, pretty solid call. Lots of things with shields right now to get that extra damage. Discord missiles have always been good. I know from experience, you it you still got to work really hard to be on par with some of the top medalists, even with droid swarms right now. Uh, even though you do have things like Dark One Probe droids that can help against FTC. But um, it's a lot of high-powered offense right now that can push through those amount of ships and lower that swarm, uh, ratio, that, that swarm ship ratio advantage that normally feels like it takes longer in a game to chew through. It can now be done faster to bring to the opposing ships and team's advantage. Let's go ahead and... Uh, head over to our next country. We are heading over to England. Let's get on a plane together, and uh, and head to head to the Isle of Britain. Here we go. Now this is uh, captained by Oliver Pocknell. If you didn't see the hot sauce challenge, you missed out on that a, a couple of weeks ago. Um, but is we'll that start on YouTube. The the hot sauce challenge. Yeah, uh -huh. it's up there. Oh, of course. All righty. So uh, we start here. I'm just going to kind of go through some of the, the easier ones. Their rebel list is exactly the same. It is the Wedge, Garvin, Hera, Kyle. We'll move on. And do notice a difference Different in pilot. the pi pilots, though. You got Paul Owen versus Julian Hood. Then Which you is get cheating, by the way. Why is that cheating? Because Julian is Australian, Mike. <laughs> but well, he's also, a. He's... I, I'm I'm more familiar with Julian flying Empire or Scum stuff. I wonder if this is a little bit out of his wheelhouse. Well, we'll we'll find out. That'll be interesting. And actually, I wanted to jump to Empire for that reason exactly. Uh, Julian is well known for playing that just kind of different. Empire, just that the Empire that's just a little bit different that catches people off guard. Originally was running Seven Sister, Fifth Brother, Death Rain, and Kestel, and now we have a completely different pilot, Tim King, in the driver's seat, uh, flying a uh, Admiral Sloan uh, with one, two, three, four, five Sinar specialists, and that's carried by Captain Faroff. So this is the uh, Galaxy's 2020 winning list, is what we got here. Any any thoughts on uh, on the switch? Good call, and I hate him. Sloan's always good. Could definitely still be matchup dependent, though, uh, depending on you know. It, a lot of people like over avoiding Sloan, but I think if there's enough passive mods around, it, they can deal with the stress, allocate it correctly. And uh, and don't sleep on Team King, uh, Tim King. Uh, his he prefers to fly swarms. I do know that. Um, so that is, I'm not surprised to see this kind of list with him as a pilot there at all. Then we get to Tom Reed flying a 
a different scum list. What do we got here, Will? All right. So uh, originally was Torkoal and uh, Auto Blaster Spacers, uh, which we've seen perform well uh, in uh, our tournaments and others. Um, pulled 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 one off against Julian Hood. Is that right? Um, one of the finals, I believe so. Anyways, uh, it's and has switched over. Uh, to another dirty net list here, the Lando Assange Bosque. Um, this looks like the same exact loadout, mm -hmm. uh, contraband, false transponder codes. Yep, yep, yep. Um, One ninety nine uh, for this. I think they might have lost something, but um, yeah. The, like uh, I said the last time we saw the Lando Assange Bosque. It for whatever reason, um, this has been like the preferred XTC scum list, and I can see why. Uh, very hard to deal with. Have to have the right tools. That first order, Kester Smith bringing the same list as before. Hollow Muse Revis and three Epsilon Squadron cadets. So nothing's changing there. We get to the resistance. And uh, same, no, sorry, is that the same? That is not the same. What What's different here, Will? Uh, this was ZZ Tali Sefton Zari, um, Marcel's infamous um, Proton Rocket for A-Wings. Uh, now has swapped out Sefton and Zari uh, for a loaded Pover Drive here. Outmaneuver R4, Ferris Sphere Paint, overdrive thrusters and proton torpedoes that's a 94.7 health to agility ship you don't you wow. gotta get it i mean this is we're talking about ollie of the 186 flying the 186 he is mm -hmm. throwing it everyone's face well he like, he has been flying uh this poe with, this po with ray. ray but i'm just saying mm -hmm. like he is like he is flexing, like the one eight six, one hundred and eighty six point bid, because I, I would think that is it, that is completely intentional on that one eight six. The bid going to one eighty six. I applaud the guy for, you know, if GSP was numbers, Dion, I would have flown a GSP uh, initiative list, but uh, I don't know how you convert GSP to numbers. I'm sure somebody could. Seventeen is probably the answer. So fig, figure that out. I am not out. flying a seventeen-point list. I don't know no, you, you take a seventeen-point like... bid. You take oh, a seventeen-point okay. 17 bid. bid. Okay, I could do that. I was thinking, which like, would be even stronger. That would be one eighty-three. You go, look at me. I only need one hundred and eighty-three points to beat you. So <laughs> I will say, even though he put it to one hundred eighty-six points, I think. We don't normally see outmaneuver on a lot of posts, but this is the kind of pose where I could see it, especially if you want to keep those wings closed and you may not have the lock for Proton Torpedo. Just that extra chip damage of that two dice is still there without maneuver. Uh, but also, Ferrosphere Paint, I've been saying, has some play right now. A lot of things want to target lock. And if things want to target lock Poe, then one, I mean it's going to be really hard to target lock this Poe because he's going to be moving last and he has overdrive thrusters. But if someone attempts to lock Poe, 
they're likely going to be stressed unless they actually get him in bullseye. Otherwise, uh, Ferrosir Paint is going to make sure that Poe's enemies are going to be a little more restricted on their maneuverability. So between tracers, between false transponder codes, Zam's condition, it's a lot of things that either acquire or take lock actions that have a bonus. And Poe says, all right, if you're not, don't hit me in the bullseye. Here's the stress. All right. Next, we move on to the Galactic Republic. Used to be flown by Ollie, but switched to Lloyd uh, Bowman here. We got a, uh, a shift in list as well. We had Anakin in the N1, Obi-Wan in the Ada 2, and a couple of Jedi 7B Knights. And we've shifted completely to 7B Knights here. Uh, all exactly the same. Uh, just take four of them, and you're sitting at 190. Six. When we get to the Separatists, we got some of that same tech that's out there. Uh, Dom Flanagan just bringing a uh, a Techno Union bomber and and Trade Federation swarm. Is this this was pretty similar to what we saw in Team Ireland as well, isn't it? So this is the exact same. Exact way. same. I feel like Team Ireland look at Dom Flanagan systems like we want that one. Yeah. We'll take that one. <laughs> Went to the dealership and said, that oh, one's shiny. Overall, Let's go. Ireland and England are probably like six out of their seven lists are almost identical. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead. We'll cover one more country tonight, and, uh, and that's going to be Team France. Let's go ahead and use our friend. No, let's the do a search. fun one. Let's do either. A fun, I mean, I know we're going to get the other ones next time. <laughs> Uh, let's do either um uh let's do spain that beat us oh okay, that, okay. That were our one loss yeah okay and then we'll save the united states for next week is that what you're saying we'll save the u.s and if we got time for the others the others next week yeah but spain is a spain is a fun one all right well here we go Start start us off, Marcel. All right. So uh, the Rebel Alliance actually switched pilots from Jose Maria Ungaro to Sergio Sanchez, and they went from the uh, from the old and boring to uh, I actually like this list, and it's pretty scary. It's the uh, the old and boring for those listening and not watching being the. Uh, Garvin, Benthic. Actually, it wasn't old and boring because it didn't have uh, Hera. So it was Garvin, Benthic, Kalkatarn, and Sherbay with vectored cannons above all things. But they went to a more um, consistent list, I think, with four X-Wings, Cavern Angel Zealots, and two Tracer um, Bandit Squadron Z-95. So six ships. Uh, all six ships can lob three dice at range two and three. And those caverns probably are going to be double modded. Very scary list. Uh, very hard to pair against. Uh, very hard to beat. This this feels like a Blair Bunky list. But... <laughs> yep. Do you think this one probably starts on the table, right? Like this one's a go ahead and pair against it list? Yeah, this is a try your luck. Who do you... 
I mean, there is not a single list that says, yeah, I can beat that. I don't think. I mean, there's a couple lists that might say, like, I might. I might be able to beat it, but there's there's no good matchups against it. I think there's a list that can out-joust it at a higher initiative that can initiative kill one of those cavern angels before they shoot. Well, Resistance! Or what? Resistance 4T70s, resistance... Anything... The resistance stuff is pretty good because a lot of double modded shots with multiple T70s can do it pretty easily. Maybe, maybe. All right. Well, we move on now to the Empire. Go ahead and t take a look at this, Will. All right. So the Empire uh, was Antonio. That's still Antonio. Uh, Nino. I uh, was flying Grand Inquisitor, a loaded out Whisper, Duke Passive, Fifth Brother Stealth, uh, and Captain Faroth as an Emperor Palpatine Carrier. That's Captain Faroth in the Tiny Reaper. Uh, now has switched over to the, I think, the only uh, Rear Admiral Cheer now in the tournament, and certainly the only 115 point Rear Admiral. Uh, which has Lone Wolf, Darth Vader, Death Troopers. Uh, let's see, keep your stress at range one. Agile Gunner, Thermal Detonator, Suit Upgrade, and Dauntless. And then paired with them is Sintir Fell uh, with Predator, Shield, and Hull. So that gets them to five total health on Sintir. But that Rear Admiral, wow. Uh, the amount of uh, action economy that thing has. So if your actions reinforce every round, you get the focus mod. Uh, you can strip tokens with Darth Vader, which is basically a free jam action. You got Lone Wolf rerolls. You got Agile Gun on rotates. Uh, and it <laughs> goes to 186. Uh, super deep bid. Because um, we saw a lot of uh, Jedis and... Um, Django Zams floating at about 11 to 12. So pushes right past those uh, into that 14 point mark uh, to really leverage that board information. Uh, <laughs> I don't trust a Rear Admiral at 115 points, but this seems intimidating um, if uh, you can get that Rear Admiral to engage correctly. I will say Death Troopers is one of those upgrade cards that I forget about until I see it and I go, ah, oh, I hate that card. It's so it's really good. good. It's so it's really good, good, forcing you to keep this, your, your stress at range one. This is a complete ace killer. The only problem is if you don't pair it against an ace, if you pair it against one of those droid swarms or if you pair it against one of those... Um, resistance beef or something like that that rack is gonna have a bad time like oh you don't have a token okay but your six other people do can can confirm rack is not <laughs> like discord missiles i've 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 made many racks sad against droid swarm all right we continue here and we have a change at the scum and villainy position ryan the same pilot, Andy Romero, uh, went from a Lando Falcon, Nom Lom, and Asajj to a 
three zealous recruits and Ketsu with Fearless, Zam, False Transponder, and Shadowcaster. This feels like nothing we've really seen much of. The closest thing I think comes to was the last extended event for Jetta, as it was Jetta, that had the Ketsu and a couple Seeks. And it was like a five ship list where Ketsu was featured with a similar loadout, providing some of that. Uh, tractor control along with just that it's actually pretty good firepower uh, once you get Ketsu's very scary range range one it's it's like a big no-go zone even more so with Fearless and then also with Zam so you want to get shot twice and Zealous Recruits uh, Will you know all about those you you love those those ships and you bring three of them I mean uh, what, what kind of matchups don't want to see those three Zealous Recruits yeah, I've seen something. I think uh, Octor had uh, switched to like a Bosk three zealous recruits. I've seen a couple of people try to fly some something big and tanky, like a, a fire spare or something with three recruits. So I like this Ketsu version though. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm not surprised to see the the zealous recruit. I mean, they the the zealous recruit feels like a pilot that when when you're getting in range one consistently it very quickly pays for itself in the amount of damage they don't take with the Concordia face-off, plus just being consistent damage dealers, having four dice at range one. Just good. All righty. I will say that my favorite part about this is, or would be blocking with the Zealous Recruit and then tractor beaming them off of a recruit to get shot at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the best thing about yeah, chapter that's, that's that's definitely a trick that they can do with this is zealous recruit blocks ketsu follows behind and said you're not blocked anymore eat him up zealous <laughs> right get him all right then we move to first order and i was kind of surprised to see this marcel okay in continuation of bad decision making um, they went from <laughs> Kylo Ren, Commander Maoris with Cloud Edition, and three Epsilon Cadets, which I thought was one of their better lists. Um, because, you know, you get Kylo, Commander, and three ships. Uh, so they downgraded to uh, Maoris and three, um, three uh, what do you call them? The Sinar Jarmus. Basically, three silencers that the initiative one silencers um tradition and agent terex i just think this is a downgrade I, I, now i don't think commander malwars and three silencers is a bad list don't don't get me wrong i don't think that's a bad list that's a good list i just think they had one of their better ones with malwars kylo and three epsilons was much better because it did so much more you know the epsilons basically Guard and, and kind of like in Daniel's uh, list with Zam and five Trade Federation drones, they're there to just um, basically be a nuisance and say you're going to spend a lot of time trying to kill me for very little points. For mm -hmm. um, And then Kylo Ren, is they have an end piece. I just feel like they lost their end piece and um, there's going to be a lot of, you know, with, with a lot of the, the Bosk, can shoot through these signers pretty well. Aces can outfly them pretty well, especially aces with bid, which almost everybody that needs a bid is flying better bid than 198. 
I just think it's a, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's, it's a good call for this type of tournament. Uh, and, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Cause, uh, I didn't think they had good lists in the first time around and they kicked our butt and they went five and one. So, or actually, no, they, they went four and two. Yeah. Yep. never mind. They didn't go five and one. They went and, four and, and two. I do want to point out it is also a different pilot. Previously was David Lozano, and now it is Marcelo Soto, who's uh, who's leading the charge there for the first order. We move on to the resistance, and this is the same list as was before. A very consistent jousting squad. We actually talked about uh, a very similar version with a couple of tweaks here. We got Rose with C-3PO, uh, one of the best coordinators in the game. You got three red squadron escort X-Wings with Heroic, and then we have Zari Bangale with uh, Threat Tracers. Pretty simple uh, idea there. 199. We joust, same pilot, Apollo Rodriguez. Um, nothing. Before you jump off this one, real quick, quick question they to Ryan. Jamming beam. Oh, that I, that, what happened? Oh, yeah. Had, jamming beams are back. I Don't forget to jamming cares. beam. So I got a <laughs> question for no. Ryan. Ryan, in your They're opinion, good. is um, just Papa and Finn better than zari with tracers in this list and you, so basically you lose just downgraded to a red squadron and get sorry with tracers um it's really hard to lose jess she's so good next to rose too like most resistance lists right now an archetype you like you can build any archetype off of starting with jess rose right are you jess rose slightly jousting to help out like a Poe and an A-Wing like um, Carson Ray had get into better position while still have a, a viable jousting threat? Or are you going full joust and just finding the other pieces around it? I like Jess a lot, um, especially, like I said, with Rose. I think if you really wanted Thread Tracers, you could find another way to get there. Um, you could instead of taking Finn with Heroic, you could take a Fireball with Thread Tracers, and I feel like you would get a very similar result. Granted... Ooh, Fireballs are Initiative 2, though. And take the Initiative 1 X-Wings, whatever. Mm, fair. But, yeah, that's your only downside is your Initiative differences at that point. But I I think the Red Experts are still really good. Heroic on an X-Wing is good. Like, that defense, additional, minor, it added on to it, those double blanks are uh, less likely to happen because you have heroic. Um, it's not as much of a fallback thing. I'd still rather have the double modification offense that the name pilots have, but they're more expensive for that reason. Awesome. Then we move to the Republic. Will? All right. So the Republic uh, used to be Marcelo, um, and now it is Jose. Uh, they, it was uh, CLT Obi-Wan, uh, Crit, uh, Anakin, Marksmanship Auto Blasters are three, um, and then two 104th Battalion pilots, very similar to what uh, Ali had been flying, seeing a couple other people fly it as well. Uh, but now, uh, Jose has, is choosing a loaded up. Uh, Anakin, Patience, Marksmanship, Auto Blaster, R3, Stealth Device, um, got uh, Sense R5 uh, calibrated 
uh obi-wan so we got a couple more upgrades there the healing with r5 the sense with uh um, at range uh zero for free or range zero to one for free and then a ricole with juke and healing uh r2 astromech this is a list uh that reminds me of what marcel likes to fly if it wasn't baby anakin out there um i think this is i've actually gone back and forth with a, a buddy a local who got a bunch of arcs he's i was real excited to fly arcs and sometimes they just underperform they get mm -hmm. lit up in one round um without much uh, retaliation without like warthog um or wolf pack out there they can really feel lackluster um so moving into this more triple ace style i think could get you uh more matchups that would be preferred and that's one thing that uh I, my big takeaway from these team events is that you either have two strands of thought you either we all want generalist list so pairing doesn't matter as much or if we want to cover our bases and trying to uh, hunt down lists because you can put attackers down um you can counter somebody so someone's like oh i have a 193 ace squad uh you can just be like well do you want to face a 192 ace squad yes or no right um so it could be easier to pair um because you can prey on lists versus more of a take all comers um which is what the this kind of arc list was in my opinion all right then we move to the separatist alliance ryan uh actually i i will just go ahead and just it's the same list it's Django Zam. <laughs> as as they expected didn't take the advice of the other people about the droids it's all about the droids maybe hopefully fingers crossed <laughs> no droids you know it's it's funny that uh th there's a lot of okay so a lot of teams went with the uh asajj Django, no asajj bosk lando i think like five of them mm -hmm. but um that's understandable it's just a really scary list very difficult to pair against a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people went away from the Jangle Zam, um, in in the top ten, mm -hmm. and um, just it, it's very interesting because I think the Jangle Zam lists, when you add them all up, had the best win percentage in the group stage. So, just curious why they would move away from what worked. I mean, I'm sure there's a reason why they did, but. I just thought that was interesting. If they had the best win percentage, they're still good until points change when hopefully stuff happens. Uh, why move away from it? Well, maybe I mean, there, there is. A... It's, it's the benchmark list. Everyone thinks about it. Can can you have a fight against Django Zam? If you can't, should you bring the list competitively? That's true. And I, the other the other kind of twist in this is. If a bunch of people are bringing Django Zam, uh, it's kind of like Revenge of the Swiss. This idea of when you face the same thing multiple times, you get multiple opportunities to try to attack it, right? So in, in this team format, if you bring something a little bit out the box, 
you only got to win your game against that particular person one time right versus the possibility of facing that person again because there's no there's no repeat matchups in this final stage so that maybe could be a reason why you see people going away from Django Zam because if you're thinking like all right you know these if if you're going into list making going everybody's going to bring Django Zam let's not have that so maybe we have that thing that's a little bit different maybe I mean, I, we've dealt with Django Zam for a long time. It feels like uh, this season of X-Wing, this kind of points season, uh, has drag, dragged on longer than most. But I think it has given us time to assess these lists and really uh, delve deep into what makes them good. Because we, we, what was it, two seasons ago, maybe in the last season, um, or for points change, that's why I refer to it as a season. Um, we were dealing with Boba Fett, and we're like, okay, this is how you know we learned to counter Boba Fett. He's like, all right, he's got Slave One, he's got Force, blah blah blah. Uh, but now uh, dealing with the double fire spray in a different way, we learned to contract that. What works good with it? How how you contract false transponder codes, uh, things like that, right? And now that lists have adapted, we see more E-Wings with our three start stripping out those false transponder codes. Um, it is, uh, or it has that effect that it's no longer an unknown, right? Man, the first time you face Django Zam, you're gonna have a bad time because you don't understand what it's trying to do, right? If you like, if you don't understand that it's trying to drop bombs and jam you and things like that, right? Uh, so now that, it, it is known. It doesn't mean that it's going to lose games, but um, because it's known, I don't think it will have as high of a win ratio. Um, but I think the people who are keeping it are like the diehard double fire spray people, though. People who know that list better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Ryan, what were your impressions after taking a look at, uh, at those three countries? Uh, so most of them make sense in terms of what they opted into. Some of them are questionable, though. Um, like, the few that stand out as questionable, Desi Soontir, that's going to have to find that specific matchup. Um, Ali may be bringing that 186, and he may have a lot of reps with Poe, but better make the right decisions with Poe. He's, he'll die. That's a lot of points to give up half on. And those A-Wings pretty much got their one procket shot, so he's got to make sure he gets up early enough in the game to let Poe close it out. Um, there's a smattering of a few that's already been mentioned. Marcel, I think, mentioned another one earlier with the first order, losing Kylo, opting into the Malrus and three silencers, which is a fun list I've tried in the past, but I agree it's, it's not the better option. So some questionables, some that make sense, but I, I think... As much as I would like droid swarms, I don't know why you move away from Sam Django right now as well. And Marcel, we'll, we'll wrap with you. Uh, you know, we took a look at three of the countries. You saw some of the changes. Uh, it sounds from from my side, you sound more confident. Uh, like it, it sounds like your confidence increased looking at these lists. Uh, I would say uh, from the we only looked at three today, right? We only looked at three. We looked okay, at so I would say Ireland, uh, England, and Spain. 
Yep. So I would say Spain went from janky Spain, uh, catch people sleeping to even more janky Spain, going to get not catch people sleeping. Uh, I think they, they got worse. I think that Ireland went more meta, but that might hurt them more than help them. And I think England made the smart decisions outside of the resistance. I, I you know, I, I, I have faith in Ali, but um, I, I, I look at the resistance 186 mm-hmm. the same way that I look at our uh, Doug Howe at 188 where we said well we're all, we only need two ships and so we're gonna we're gonna rely on Doug being Doug and basically make matchup nightmares and win games based off skill alone so I think that's kind of the direction that they went with you know with um, Ali at 186 with you know a million point pull so I'm 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 genuinely um, thinking that that England upped their chances of of coming out on top with the choices they made really smart choices um, and I think Ireland made smart choices I just don't think they can back up those choices oh I'm I'm being honest ah, I think they yeah, made I think is... they made meta calls but I think the jankiness is what got them through. And I think the meta is gonna gonna hurt them. I think they should have stuck to what was what got them here in the first place. Agreed, agreed. And uh, uh, JB Bestus had asked in the chat, uh, "Do we feel like there's anything that's completely new from what we saw?" I agree with you, Ryan. It's it's the um, the Ketsu and the Three Fangs is probably the least common i'm gonna say least common there's been things kind of like that before a big bad with three fangs like fen and three fangs it's just kind of different tech to go about with that's definitely one i'd be curious to get on stream and it's probably the one that is the most different do you guys see uh, from from this set i think that's uh that's probably probably what we see all right, well, um, next week we'll go ahead and hit the other ones before we roll into the actual XTC. A reminder, we will be streaming the XTC uh, final round here on GSP along with uh, a bunch of other Twitch channels. Hopefully you guys hang out with us. That's ha- happening that Saturday and Sunday. And then the following week, we have our next Galactic Championship qualifier, which if you want to sign up, go ahead, get signed up, head to goldsquadronpodcast.com. It is the Jetta, uh, excuse me, not we just had Jetta, the Tatooine um, Galactic Qualifier. And that is happening during the Cape Town, South Africa um time zone which is exactly the same as a lot of our european friends over there so um it is an extended event and if you're waiting for hyperspace october 2nd is when you're gonna want to be waiting for i know we have some hyperspace fans out there waiting for uh, for their next uh next opportunity all right any closing thoughts before we head out friends all right well Thanks for watching. Be smart. 
Be safe. Gold Squadron out.